You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye And welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knights. Me, N- Ryan Knights. <laughs> Thank you. No, no, keep it in, keep it in. I'm your host, Ryan Knightsby. Uh, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the spicy nugget himself, Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, welcome to the show. We're back from the Royal Rumble. Uh, <laughs> I like how you're welcoming to, welcoming me to the show. Like it's my first time here. Like, oh, yes. thank you. I love you know. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad that you brought me on. <laughs> well, look, for some listeners, it's the first time you're here ever because it's the first time they're listening to this ever. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that whoa is that man that's crazy <laughs> is that anything is that um, anything i guess oh that's gosh. true this could be any this could be anyone's randomly first introduction to us yeah, what an introduction for me to stumble <laughs> over my last name for you to forget your name completely also uh if you if, but at the very least if it is your first uh introduction to the show welcome uh welcome thank welcome to listen to hit listen to hit the books i'm stumbling over my words so much mikey you do the intro <laughs> All right, welcome to Hit the Books, everybody. This is a uh, weekly wrestling booking podcast where we book WWE in our own fantasy-like way. We book our own rosters, we book our own matches, all of our promos are our own, and as far as we know, we're the only one in the universe. Uh, we're the we are the only ones in the universe hosted by us. Hosted by us. Yes, I mean that. No one can. No, that's not a lie. <laughs> we're the only only fantasy booking podcast in the universe that is hosted by us too. Correct. Correct a moon down. Now you're getting it. You're um yeah, this so uh yeah, so I, I handle Raw, Mikey handles SmackDown, and uh it's going good. We just if you're if you are new, we literally just uh released our Royal Rumble pay per view special. Yeah, where we right. had our own Royal Rumble card and we had winners and everything, so definitely go check that out. I highly recommend you go check that out. Do Great you know what episode. That means? What, what does that mean? We're officially on the road to WrestleMania. Driving in my car down the road to WrestleMania. Ding. <laughs> I, don't know why I was going to do the snaps. <laughs> I don't know why, but it felt like snaps were appropriate. Fair. Um, but yes, we are on the officially on the road to WrestleMania, and what a WrestleMania it is. We got uh, Elimination Chamber coming up. We got Fastlane officially announced. Damn. Uh, uh, we'll be on Peacock at that point, and. <laughs> And then we'll have a two-night WrestleMania event. We didn't do it last year because, like, I feel like the the two-night got announced way late. And we're like, we're not doing that. We don't have time <laughs> for that. But now we, we have, can't, but now we know. We can't have time to book even more matches to do that stuff. But now we got now we got a chance to play and a chance to adapt to that. So we're doing it. Also, I think COVID was happening, and so we weren't sure if WrestleMania was even going to happen. Yeah. Uh, what if <laughs> we have WrestleMania SmackDown and WrestleMania Raw? <laughs> Sorry, they say COVID was happening. COVID is happening. Please wear yes. your mask, everybody. Um, uh, Jesus, Jordan Oliver has like a a bruise on his on his like rib that is just incredibly nasty. Ryan, we have to record. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, we are recording this during the uh, uh, GCW Fight Forever stream. So if we you haven't checked that out, go check that out. Especially go check out Effie's Big Gay Block. We we over at Countout sponsor that uh, hour two of yeah. Effie's Big Gay Block. So. Definitely go check that out as well. Yes, we're very um, proud of that. Uh, speaking of plugs, I'm just going to put them in here now. Follow us on Count at Pod on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the show. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. Yes. Um, with that out of the way, let's get into the show. Again, I'm fancy book and writing um, Raw. You're writing SmackDown. So I got a whole new return home show from Raw. 
we got a three-week build to Elimination Chamber. Um, so yeah, not a lot of so time we gotta to get, get right there. into it. We got to get right into it. So speaking of, let's get right into it. We're opening up the show with the Royal Rumble, the men's Royal Rumble winner's music, Edge. His music hits. And after a moment of of just jubilee from the crowd, you know, just excitement, uh, Edge does not walk out. Interesting. Um, but rather Randy Orton okay. walks out with a chair, with that chair that he's been using on Edge. Um, again, if you want to know what happened at the Royal Rumble, go listen to the podcast. It's right there, folks. Um, so Randy Orton walks out to Edge's music, uh, certainly to a chorus of booze. Yes. Um, Orton grabs the microphone and says that last night I made my statement. I told each and every one of you what I was going to do, and I did it. I sought revenge and grabbed you with full force, and now no one can stop me. I am taking back my spot in this company. I am a Orton. I am a legend. I am the legend in this business, not Edge. I am the peak of the mountain. And with Edge out of the picture, I'm going to WrestleMania and taking my rightful place and winning the WWE Championship. And there's not a damn thing you could do about it. Whoa. Bold bold statement by Orton. Also, I love when heels come out to whoever they're like feuding with music. Mm-hmm. That's such a, such a cheap way to get heat. Exactly. Exactly. Um, re- someone's going to come out and it's going to be Keith Lee walks out. Okay. WWE champion Keith right. Lee walks out. Lee tells Orton that he may think he can call the shots, but I'm the one on the throne. Uh, what you did last night was take away a dream match of mine and have replaced it with nothing. Yes. Sure. Ranch. <laughs> Sure, Randy, I would love to face you, but uh, I don't negotiate with people like you. You will never get my WWE title, and that's that. Like laying down the law of the like land. Nothing. Yes, laying down the law of the land. He, we don't negotiate with terrorists around here. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, uh, so Lee walks away, and as he's walking away, as he gets into the ropes, Randy Orton catches him and does the classic Randy Orton DDT onto Lee. Uh, then hits him with the chair a few times, grabs the microphone, and says to Keith Lee that I'm not waiting for WrestleMania. I'm taking that title at Elimination Chamber. Ooh, the gauntlet. It's been thrown down. The microphone drops. The gauntlet's on the ground. Randy Orton lays out the challenge. Randy Orton, Keith Lee, WWE Championship, Elimination Chamber. I like it. Will it happen? We'll find out. So this means... Edge might still be at Mania. Correct. Interesting. Okay. But it could be Edge versus Orton for the title at WrestleMania. It could easily change between oh, yeah, now of course, and then. Of course. Um, or Orton becomes the champion and is like, "No, I'm not giving it to Edge. <laughs> I'm not allowing Edge to challenge." <laughs> that would that. I mean, can they A do bold that? Move? Uh, it's WWE. It's wrestling. You can That's do whatever, true. You can do whatever you, want. you want. Um, moving right along, uh, we got Chad Gable. Uh, a a Brian list Chad Gable uh, versus Shelton Benjamin. Does Gable just like walk around like a lost puppy, like Brian? Brian? Oh uh, no, I I think he's actually walking out with some like vigor, some some enthusiasm. He's sort of uh, shedded some. I was gonna say some old skin, you know, if you yes. will. Uh, Brian was maybe not the right influence, clearly, uh, clearly and not letting him speak <laughs> actually verbally and uh, physically assaulting him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a bad coach. Um, speaking of, speaking of Daniel Bryan though, he is going to watch this match from the backstage area. You know, a coach never stops coaching. Yep. Uh, even if you've been fired. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so I don't think that's the right mentality to have. Uh, Chad Gable is able to get the win here though. Nice. Nice. Big win for Gable. I like it. After uh, breaking off from Bryan, Gable gets a, a win on his own. Exactly right. Uh, moving right along, we have a speaking of. I'm doing a lot of speaking of transitions, but anyways, moving right along, we got a backstage interview with Ricochet. You remember him? Uh, he's wearing a chain. Uh, he came in doing a backflip, maybe. I don't know. Ricochet, you remember him, right? You know, the guy, he's probably wearing like a fedora for some reason. Um, he's real, la- real lax and all cool. 
Real, real, real drip, drip hours over here. You know, former um, United States champion Ricochet. Yeah, one that lost the title yesterday. Uh, Charlie asked him about what happened at the Royal Rumble. Ricochet is that what Ricochet says that what happened was a travesty. You know, I lost my United States Championship. Truth is on the shelf now, along with everyone else that One Nation attacked. Uh, someone needs to stop them, Charlie, and maybe I'm the man to do it. But I can't do it alone. And he walks away. Interesting. So Rico- Ricochet uh, maybe teasing a little bit of a, a partnership coming up with him and a mystery person. A partnership, um, alliance, um, friends in low places. Uh, I don't. Common enemy. I don't know. Common enemy. Uh, who knows? Uh, there's certainly a lot of enemies that One Nation may be making. Fair. Um, and probably will be making more. I bet. Uh, but yes. Um, speaking of, <laughs> I'm going to go one one transition to the next. Speaking of One Nation enemies, R- Bronson Reed and Arturo Ruas are out. Uh, they got a tag team match against Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. Okay. Uh, the R and R versus A and A. R and R versus uh, A. <laughs> Uh, and then re- the R&R team, Reed and Ruas, end up getting the win. All right. Big win for them over the uh, the two-fly guys. <laughs> yes. Well, no, they're no longer the two-fly guys. The two-fly guys was Cedric Alexander and Ricochet. And Ricochet. Right. The, the, These, the two- this is the A&A. A&A. Arn, is, Arn and Anderson. <laughs> yes. This is Arn and Anderson. Uh, well, that's like a shindy... Indi- this is like a... Sh- that Arn, Arn and Anderson are like a shindy wrestling tag team name. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm I'm Bronson Arn, <laughs> and I'm Carl and no, I guess Carl Anderson. <laughs> and I'm Carl Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of Luke Gallows. <laughs> Finally, shed shed that. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> um, but after the match, uh, MVP and the LLC walk down to the ring. MVP congratulates Reed and Ruas on their win. He says that he's heard uh, what's been coming out of their mounts coming out of their mouths. And how they think they are next in line for the Raw, Raw Tag Team titles. Uh, but here's the thing. These two guys, as he points to Cesaro and Bobby Lashley, they are main eventers. You know, they've toured the globe wrestling, have made money in every building they step into. Mm-hmm. Where have you two been? Brazil, Australia. I haven't even heard of you till you got to NXT. And even then, you didn't make any money. So here's what we're going to do. You two just haven't won enough matches yet. You know, you won some, and, you know, I got I to gotta admire that, but not enough to face my guys. So if you want the title match, you know, you got to pay up. What, I don't know, maybe a couple grand? Um, Bobby Lashley steps up, whispers something into MVP's ear. MVP responds going like, oh, jeez. I guess Bobby doesn't like you guys. Okay, 10000 Jesus. $10,000. Uh, Bobby Lashley upped it. Uh, price hike. I uh, Bobby Lashley is the Reddit to MVP's GameStop. I guess is that a topical joke. Um, Reed and Ross look at each other and then attack the LLC. Sucks. Uh, during the beatdowns, uh, Cruz and Tazawa come out. Uh, Cruz and Tazawa of One Nation come out and join in with Kendo Sticks. LLC are able to get away early. Reed and Ross a little bit after that. All three groups sort of staring each other down. I just like the idea of Tazawa and Cruz running in with kendo sticks and just being like, ah, we're here now too. Exactly right. <laughs> they just like they just like slide into the ring and start doing that scene from Shaun of the Dead where it's like, Don't stop me now. <laughs> yeah, they come out they come out to the One Nation theme track, which doesn't exist, I guess. Tech I guess it probably does at this point. Uh definitely does at this point, I guess. Uh, and they just and they're just timing it quite well. Um, moving on to match number three, we got Dijakovic versus Drew Gulak. Okay, one on one competition. Dijakovic getting the win. Yep, yep. I can, I saw that coming, but also I feel like that's a, that's one of the sleeper matches. I feel like Dijakovic Gulak. I feel like anything Gulak's in is like a sleeper match. It's like it's like could be I, very. I would good. agree. <laughs> I would agree with that because Gulak. You know, is I, just wanted to, good. I wanted to give. I wanted to give Dijakovic the win because he's coming off of that loss at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. So give him a, give him a win here to s- save up the momentum, telling you like, hey, he's not like a guy you should ignore. He's like, hey, he's here. You know, maybe I won't use him for another month, <laughs> another pay per view <laughs> cycle, but uh, you know, give him a win. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, next up, we got a video package. It's just sort of replaying some of Raw's Royal Rumble moments. Again, go listen to the podcast episode that we just had. It's, if you're listening to the Hit the Books podcast feed, it's right above it or below it. It depends on your setting. You'll find it. Um, but it's it's right there. It's right there. Um, uh, we got a lot. Of, there's a lot of moments in that Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think there's some good stuff in there. Definitely some good stuff. Um, moving along, we got a backstage promo with One Nation. Um, it starts with a, it starts with like an establishing shot on the United States Championship and widens out to show the rest of the nation. Okay. Um, Champa says that at the Royal Rumble, he got his revenge and took back the United, his United States Championship all in one fell swoop. But in the Royal Rumble match, someone didn't learn their le- and didn't learn their lesson. Uh, Lince Dorado, you eliminated me from the Rumble, and I want you next week to shut you up for good. You don't belong in the nation. You never did. Uh, and then Cruz jumps in and addresses Reed and Ruas. Cruz says that while Ciampa has the mid-card on lock, we are taking over the tag team division. We are the gatekeepers, and when we get the gold, we will become the goal. You do not belong. Uh, we are, and he does the the chest one nation hand sign, mm-hmm. we are one nation. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like that one nation has become like this force over on Raw. Just absolutely, like, yes. like, like they're like, ah, we conquered SmackDown already. Fuck it. We're going over to Raw and we're going to destroy everyone over there. Which they haven't gotten. They've just, they've destroyed a lot of people. They just haven't won the titles. I feel like they've gotten yet. much more violent. Yes. Like, I feel like on SmackDown, they were more like ominous and like, mm-hmm. like a slow burn. But mm-hmm. on Raw, they just like turned it up to like 11 and we're like, all right, we're going to start breaking people's arms and beating people down with kendo sticks. And I think what was that was the inclusion of Tommaso Ciampa yes. as a as a leader. Mm-hmm. I think Tommaso Ciampa adds that sort of they're still anti-establishment, but they also like it. I like to think of One Nation as like they started off anti-establishment, then they took over, and now they're like they've secured who they are. They're now like they're more directly anti-establishment. Like, Maybe this isn't the the greatest metaphor, but it's like that they are part of WWE, but they've now because they don't like what WWE is doing, they've separated themselves and become their own nation. And maybe that isn't a great metaphor for the times of America today, but you know I'm gonna use it here because they are the heels. I guess is what I'm saying. I I feel like I'm falling into a hole here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, but we have a big time main event here, Mikey. It's a 10 woman tag team, a 10 woman tag team match. Whoa. Let me hear who's in that really bury the lead here on this 10 woman tag team match. Um, we got Rhea Ripley, Asuka, Peyton Royce, Candice LeRae, and Ruby Riot on one side. Wow. And we got Shayna Baszler, Bailey, Liv Morgan, Chelsea Green, and Mickey James on the other. This is a, this is a star studded match you got here, bud. It's ten women. You gotta have. Is, you got to get the stars and the studs. Yeah, this is a lot of a lot of big names in this match. Lots of big names in this match. Um, you love to see oh, it. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of back and forth action. Uh, obviously, the focus, the sort of story beats that are in here are between Bailey, Royce, Larray, um, you know, Morgan, Ripley, Green, James, all there. Uh, Oscar, um, Baszler. Um, Ripley Baszler mm-hmm. um, Baszler just also not wanting to like deal with this nonsense uh, so much so that at one point uh, when it's just her on the ropes or in the co- in her corner she dis- openly decides to leave uh, Chelsea Green high and dry which allows Asuka to pick up the win oh, no. for her squad what happened there oh no Chelsea Green wasn't was like ah screw this yikes uh, didn't want to get pinned or whatever probably but uh, Chelsea Green gets pinned by Asuka. After the match, Asuka does that sort of title belt motion Ooh, to Shayna Baszler. Interesting. Yes. Lots of stuff here. Lots of stuff to... Lo- building. Uh, we're, we're coming back from the Rumble and three-week build to Elimination Chamber. We got stuff going there, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's the that's the play. That's the play. So yeah, that is Monday Night Raw. That is it for Monday Night Raw, Mikey. Top down. 
it's always tough to do her return home shows, but I personally, I feel like I did a good job. But what do you think? Comments, criticisms, questions? I like booking concerns. I like it. I like uh, I like One Nation even cementing their roots even more into Raw, like like closing their grasp slowly on Raw. Uh, yeah. I like I like the big ten woman tag match at the end. That was a really good a really good main event. I think uh, a lot of big names there. Chelsea Green getting just being like I'm out. <laughs> I mean Shayna ba- Shayna Baszler said. Oh, sorry, Shayna Baszler being like F this, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Peace. Well, she's uh, she's also got like Liv Morgan gunning for her. Yeah. And- Shayna's <laughs> like I got better things I could be doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like it. Uh... Good raw. Yes, I think I think a solid role nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Solid role nonetheless. Definitely solid. But yeah, a, a good a good return um, home show. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I wanted I wanted to make sure to like because it, it's also the rumble, so it's also just like okay, mm. what are we what are we going next? What are we doing with these things? Yeah. Um, but yes, excited for elimination chamber. I have like oh my, I oh I have like, my, I am I am. This first episode, I am foot, I am foot on the gas to elimination chamber, baby. I love it. I love it. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about SmackDown. Right. Let's put that foot on the gas. All right. So on SmackDown over on Friday night, we got Sasha Banks opening up the show. She grabs a mic and she says, "I knew the EST was all bark and no bite." She picked a fight wow. she wasn't ready for, and look what happened. She got sent right to the back of the line like everyone else who challenged me. With that said, we all know who won the Royal Rumble. So, Sonya Deville, consider this your one warning. If you decide to take me on at WrestleMania for my SmackDown Women's Championship, you'll be the next person to get sent to the back of that line. Sonya Deville comes to the ring and meets Sasha eye-to-eye. She says, Sasha, I've never been one to beat her on the bush, so I'm here to tell you right here, right now, that at WrestleMania, I am coming for that title. But I guarantee you, you have never faced someone like me. I will beat you down in ways you've never even heard of before. I'll take you to your absolute limits without even lifting a finger. And you'll lose that title before you even know what hit you. Sasha nods and throws a punch at Sonya, who blocks it and takes Sasha down. Sasha rolls out of the ring before things get a little too messy. She looks shocked, and Sonya grins Sonya grins uh, at Sasha and does like the little title motion. Uh, but then she grabs a mic and says... Now, Sasha, don't go anywhere, though. Stick around and watch what's in store for you. Because our first match is Sonya Deville versus Billy Kay, in which Sonya Deville wins pretty easily. Holy criminy Christmas. Criminy Christmas. First off, there's many things to unpack here. Uh, one, really dogging on uh, Bianca Belair. Don't, I don't like it, Sasha. I just don't like I it. I mean, Sasha's, the, Sasha's um, the boss. She has to, she, she's got to be cocky, you know? No, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's definitely fair and accurate. Um, the other thing I was going to say was that uh, you would I, I had a thought just now of, like, it would have been a real swerve if you were like, and I'm not coming after you, Sasha. I'm going after Shayna Baszler. And I was like, ha, ha. <laughs> Here you go. Here's Sonya back. <laughs> I, he- I, like, he- bold- I heated her up for you. <laughs> what a bold move. Heated her up for you in the I'm microwave. Like, that would be a bold-ass move to take. That would be, like, the ultimate. Like, I strapped would this be- rock with Sonya the villain of pointing it at you. But then it would be like a self destruction on the like, the stuff I'm building. Like it'd be like, uh uh <laughs> It would be it would be real awkward for me. I was like that it's such a weird thing. Uh I don't know why I thought of that. But also going straight into the Sonya uh sort of build to WrestleMania mm-hmm. uh and taking on Billy Kay and defeating her. I mean, take that Billy. Uh, <laughs> take that's that a real Billy. name. Um No yeah, I think it's a solid skirt. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, thank you. Okay. No, don't don't. I ne- how dare you? It's an awful, awful show. Raw's better. There right. we go. I gotta get my gotta get plugged after in. that first match where Sonya takes down Billy Kay. We have a backstage. In- Wait, hold on. After that first match where Sonya, you don't, t- you don't have a backstage interview. After that first match, we have a backstage interview with Kevin Owens about his title defense at Royal Rumble. He says, "Well, I showed Joe that my win over him what the first time was no fluke. This Intercontinental title has given me more drive than I've had recently, and it's made me a dangerous competitor." Now that Joe is out of the way, I did want to make an announcement. Starting tonight, the open challenge for the Intercontinental title is back on. So if you want a shot, meet me in the ring later. Setting up our main event, Kevin Owens versus somebody for the Intercontinental Championship. Hmm. 
Who is that somebody? Because Joe uh, Samoa Joe put the uh, the open challenge that Kevin Owens had in mind on hold a little bit uh, until Owens beat him. So Owens now with Joe out of the way, he's he's putting him back on. I no, I like that. I appreciate that. I'm excited. Yeah. So after that, we have match number two. We have Mastiff taking on the Miz, or Mastiff st- uh, gets the win over Miz. Solid win for Mastiff. Yep. A, a Miz, uh, another person that both you and I, I, I would. I, it's not that I don't think we have anything to do with him, but we just cannot. I just have nothing. We just have always had nothing for the Miz. Yeah, yeah. The Miz has been kind of on ice recently. <laughs> on ice since we've done the show. Yeah. <laughs> like you, like we're just sort of like just Miz is one of those characters where it's like you go. One you go one direction and that's it. So you gotta. I, I don't know. I feel like Miz. We need to. We need an update. You know. I feel like the Miz. I feel like part of it is just the Miz has been the same thing for like. A that's decade what I'm saying. Now, like he like. has one. He's very one note. You know. Yeah. There's no. There's no depth to the Miz, yeah. and I just have no idea what to do with that mm-hmm. guy. When there's other other heels that I'm like adding depth to and using exactly. So I yeah I feel bad for the Miz, but at the same time it's just like he's gonna eat these losses. Yeah. All right, well, after that, we have a video package. We have Scarlet standing in front of the same mirror Braun shattered weeks ago. She stares into it and says, Oh, Braun, trying to invoke fear into the devil is a fruitless endeavor. (laughs) However, what you did do is make him more excited. He says this new fire, he said he loves this new fire inside of you, and the idea that he gets to be the one to snuff that flame out just just gets him all fired up. She turns around from looking at the mirror and looks straight into the camera. He wanted me to send you a message. At Elimination Chamber, he wants to fight you. Not in any old one-on-one match, though. He wants to end this once and for all. He wants you in a casket match. (laughs) He wants to slam that casket down on you and send you back to being the biggest guy that no one ever sees. We see a silhouette. We see a silhouette of Cross appear in the he's mirror shooting. behind Scarlet. He's shooting with an evil grin. He's shooting from the hip. Oh my god! So after that line, we see a silhouette of Cross appear in the mirror behind Scarlet with an evil grin on his face. Oh my god! Fucking shooting from the hip. The biggest guy that we never see. Oh my god, a casket match. Yeah, I assume this has to is being set up for elimination yes. chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh one of your three matches at the chamber. Yeah, it's of course it's being set up for elimination chamber. It's just like I I was like what can I do? It needs to be something big. But it can't be like a mm-hmm. hell in a cell, it can't be a steel cage cuz we already have the chamber up there. I was like well, you yeah. you already did an inferno match, so I don't want to steal that. I was like I need something interesting. And I figured casket uh, uh, match seemed seemed like a good match to have for a monster and a devil. You know, hindsight, if hindsight wise, it would have made more sense maybe for me to do the casket match, and more sense for you to have Inferno the match. Inferno match here. But obviously, we had, I had no idea that that was the plan. Also, I kept forgetting about casket match. <laughs> Or bury like maybe like I should have done like a buried alive match and that would have made sense with the whole build I had going mm-hmm. too, but I I I think I liked it. <laughs> I still liked it. Um, whole oh, dang casket match. Love to see it. Yeah, yeah. Throw it in. Throw it in. Wild stipulations left and right. Remember that one time when Braun Strowman faced Kalisto in a dumpster yep. match. <laughs> I just think about that every once in a while. <laughs> We're trying to get away from that Braun Strowman. That's the whole point of this feud. That's fair. You gotta give him some grit. Yeah. We're giving him some grit. We're making him uh scarier. Yes. We're making <laughs> 2021 make Braun Strowman scary again. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That's 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 the kind of merch that I would wear. <laughs> Alright, after that video package we have match number three. We have Styles and Balor taking on the new day. Oh, it, it it really so I really thought like the Styles and Balor thing was maybe just like a shorthand stuff. It really feels like they you've slotted them directly into the tag team. It looks like they are officially a tag team. 
Yeah, yeah, Styles and Balor are definitely uh, an, an an official official officially in the tag team division now. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in this match, Styles and Balor do get the victory, and the two teams shake hands after the match. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice we'll show. Show respect. respect. Yeah. But your at- classic, your classic but- in- independent wrestling move. Of course. <laughs> Show of respect after the match. Yeah. Uh, but after the New Day leave the ring, Morrison and Andrade attack Styles and Balor from behind with the belts. Morrison grabs a mic and says, we've been paying close attention to you two. You both have been making some waves in this tag division recently. Big stuff. So happy for you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. John Morrison. I if love you even John. think about trying to take these titles from us, you'll be in a whole new world of hurt with nothing to show for all this effort you've been putting in. Because the team of because the team of me and Andrade are going to be champions for a very, very long time. And whoever stands in our way is going to end up like these idiots on the ground. Morrison grabs AJ's hand while he's down and two sweets it before heading off with Andrade. <laughs> I like it. I like I like Morrison Andrade as a team. Obviously, mm-hmm. since I was the one that originally paired them together. Yes. Lucha Underground. They're not Lucha Underground because Andrade was never in Lucha Underground. But uh, the Lucha connections, which is the also yeah. which is also uh, hilarious to me because it's two different Lucha promotions. Because <laughs> because John Morrison was only involved in AAA. While uh, uh, Andrade was involved with uh, CMLL when he was La Sombra. Mm-hmm. So it's two different Lucha promotions coming together and one fell swoop here. Yes. By the way, I, I, I'm trying to remember what I was originally p- planning to do with them. At one point, they were definitely going to feud against Ricochet. Um, I just don't remember if Ricochet was going to be with anybody <laughs> Tri- else. Triple A, CMLL, Lucha Underground coming together. And that's and that's all the lucha lucha promotions maybe I don't know <laughs> the, the the triforce the triforce um is there no is there an independent wrestling like obviously not going to be in WWE or anywhere else but like is there any sort of a trio in the independent wrestling circuit that calls themselves the triforce there should be or maybe at this point it's probably like 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 who are like who are like the the at this point it's probably like I want to say like GCW beyond. What are you describing as? Like, like who's like the, the they don't describe themselves as the Triforce, but like who could be the Triforce? It's like GCW um, Beyond Wrestling. Maybe and like, like B- who would be the third one? Maybe like BLP. BLP, yeah, this is the other big one. Like, yeah, I feel like that could be like the Triforce of indie wrestling. Oh, I was thinking of a of a three man tag team of wrestlers calling oh, the Triforce. Got T- you. I thought you. Were, I, thought, I thought you were just. Ta- I thought you were talking about like. Uh, three different promotions who could be like the Triforce of indie wrestling. No, that's fair. That actually probably is what it is right now. Um, at least that's what I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. Independent wrestling landscape just changed immensely in 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of not independent wrestling. Yeah. Uh, let's move on with our card here. Uh, after yes, that, please. after uh, Morrison and Andrade send their message, we have match number four. We have King Corbin with Carmella taking on Kalisto. Uh, and King Corbin wins with the help of Carmella. Now, I really like the inclusion of Carmella in this King Corbin gimmick. I think King Corbin needed to freshen up. Carmella needed to freshen up. I think pairing them together is very intriguing. Now I just um, need to start doing something else other than having them win with the help of the other. Yes. Yeah, you, you started it, and now you just need to know where it's going. You know, yeah. sort of like, okay, what's what are we doing with this? It's like I'm um, building it, but to what? Yes, that's that's the thing. You've given them something, but now it's like deciding what that is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but I like it. I like the, I like that because now it's giving Carmella something to do and importance in the division. Um, yes. You know, maybe 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 we'll have dual armbar uh, winners. That could be cool. that could be fun. Yeah. Uh, if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> so after after that match, we have a backstage. We have not a backstage interview. We have another segment. We have Tony Storm and Piper Niven coming to the ring as the new women's tag team champions. Tony grabs a mic and says, at the Royal Rumble, Piper and I proved that our hard work, dedication, blood, sweat, and tears were all worth it. We don't plan on holding back either just because we're the champions now doesn't mean we're going to be backing down anytime soon. Piper speaks up and says, we're going to be fighting champions and show everyone that we are worthy of being called champions. Yeah. And the team leave with their statement made. It's a nice little face promo. 
I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, you know, it's and you know maybe what where are we gonna go with it? We got plenty of tag teams in the in the universe. Um, how many? Ta- I'm trying to remember how many women's tag teams do you have on SmackDown? Uh, we have. Okay. Well, you got Flair and Natalia. We got Flair and Natalia. We got um, Piper Niven, Tony Storm, and that uh, and and like kind of Bliss Cross. Uh, not really. That really. Yeah, exactly. That's, really why I said, that's why I said like kind of. And then we got um, like three over on Raw, I think. Yeah, we only have two here on two like big ones here on SmackDown. That's fine. I mean, they, I, I, yeah, I should I should should bring back Bliss Cross or something. Yeah, build them up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I mean, we got I got Green and James that are ready to challenge at some point, probably. True. Uh, maybe that'll be at the chamber. We'll find out. Maybe. All right. Well, let's get into our main event then. After that, we have Kevin Owens at, taking on his mystery challenger for the Intercontinental Championship, and who comes down to the ring? Roderick Strong. Ooh, one quarter of UE. <laughs> yeah, one Rod- quarter of Undisputed Era. Roderick Strong comes to the ring to take on Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship, and Kevin Owens does end up getting the win. Uh, however, after the match, he helps Roger Strong to his feet and gives him a pat on the shoulder and dips out. Wow. Respect. Yeah. No, I, I, I hate really it. to imagine Roger Strong put on a good match. Oh, of course it was a good match, but Kevin Owens, don't give your, don't give your boy respect. <laughs> get him out of here. Get your <laughs> ring of honor friend out get of you, here. Get your ring of honor bullshit out of here. Remember these guys? They used to back, be friends. <laughs> remember back in our first WrestleMania when these guys were, uh, f- uh, they weren't, were they on opposite sides or they in the same corner? I don't quite remember. What was it? They, 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 remember they were like, they were like, we were sort of teasing maybe Owens on Disputed Era. I yeah. think actually in our universe they wrestled, they were on the same team. Because that's when point. we were, that's when we were, wasn't that when we were teasing the NXT invasion angle? Yes, because Owens was like helping that. And- yeah, we had we had we we were trying to get Owens to be like the sleeper agent for NXT and like yes. sabotaging WWE, but like yes. w- while like really helping out the NXT guys. Yes, because he hated the fact that he was forced to <laughs> defend his United States Championship yeah. every single week. Yeah, he was, and he now was, he's doing it freely. <laughs> and now he's and now he's doing it with the Intercontinental Championship freely. Yeah, what a what a what a character change. Yeah. What? Maybe it's bad that that's all Kevin Owens does is this, this open challenge. This, this whole career has been open challenges. He wants to fight. I mean, he's I can't, I can't blame fight, him. Right? Like, I can't blame him. Uh, but nice. I like it. I like giving Roderick Strong a little bit something to do. You know, Undisputed Era have been quiet for the past pay-per-view cycle. So it's mm-hmm. nice to see them with something to do. Um yes. But this was a main event, so I mean, top down, I liked it. I like your building to, um, really, you're building to WrestleMania more than anything else. We're building to WrestleMania with the uh, in- elimination chamber like interruption and fast lane interruption. <laughs> yeah, like it. It really feels like. I mean, you know, it, I feel like we're the question is is like. You're you're gonna have an elimination chamber match, and I wonder what it's gonna be and what it's gonna be for, um, if anything, a normal contenders or a title, or whatever. And it feels like, if anything, this was like sort of building up more people. Like I feel like if you're gonna have an elimination chamber, knowing you, Mikey, one hundred percent, you're gonna put Mastiff in there. Uh... <laughs> I love Mastiff. I love my boy. Mastiff is great. Great addition. Great addition to the roster. I love my big easy um, boy. But yeah, I, I like the show a lot. I think I like the show, like, I don't I wouldn't say it's as good as Monday Night Raw. Maybe I'm biased. But I think it's, like, very similar in the sense that we're coming off of the Royal Rumble. You're building up some stuff. But really, for the most part, we've both of us just kind of had, like, matches to establish some of these singles guys, like Mastiff, like Corbin, mm-hmm. Styles and Balor. You know, which we wanted to more so establish people than we need. Else. We need to match- reestablish people. <laughs> we need matches for WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, uh, I wrote it down. Let me see if I have it in my notes because I because I just wrote down how many matches happened in Raw and SmackDown uh, at WrestleMania last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. My notes page is updating. Here we go. Uh, across both night one and night two, uh, we have 
eight SmackDown matches, nine Raw matches. Eight SmackDown, nine Raw. Interesting. Yes, and one of those, or on top of that, there was also a women's tag team match that was dual bra- dual branded. Uh, and then I also counted the NXT Championship match of Rhea Ripley as just a Raw match. Because, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, that would make it, you know, 9-9 or something. 8-8 uh, or whatever. So, yeah. Eight, it, basically, what I'm saying is is that we have, like, what, nine, 18 matches? <laughs> to yeah, book? it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. we got a lot to book. But we got, still have a lot to get there. I mean, it's only January. Or February at this point. Mm-hmm. So we still got we still got a lot of ways to get there. I'm excited till we get there, you know? Yeah. Me too. So yeah, I mean, uh that's that, Mikey. I think we had some two solid shows, but again, folks, uh, I should say at the top of the top of the show, um part of the reason why we love our audience so much, uh, is or we we want to make sure that we let them know that we love them so much, or especially me, uh, is because um, we, every single week, we have our audience vote on whose card was better. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? And I just want to, while I'm in this moment, remind you that I love you so much. And if you happen to vote for Raw, I would love you immensely even more. Um, so that's that. Uh, <laughs> you sell out. <laughs> I'm not a sellout. It's called bribing with love. <laughs> Listen, not audience, really a... audience, I love you either way. <laughs> Wow, Mikey, what a what a loser! This guy can't even love you immensely like I'm I can. I'm the baby face here, baby. <laughs> We're like Butterface, dab. Oh, did you dab. just call me fat? Oh no, uh, my my ego. <laughs> I don't even. I don't think Butterface has to do with being fat, right? I don't know. I'm gonna look this up. Two Urban Dictionary. <laughs> this fucking match is still happening. Yeah, we're we've been recording during the if you, for for reference, people. We started recording this this show at hour two of Oliver Tony Deppin from Fight Forever, and so we're just sort of like looking at it like every once in a while, like oh my god, this thing's still going. It's Can seven, we beat the seven, match? Seven six in favor of Oliver right now. Can we beat the match? A butterface. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, a butterface is someone with a nice body but an ugly face. So take that, Mikey. That's dab on the haters. But anyways, like I'm saying, every single week, uh, you all at home uh, can go to our Twitter page at CountOutPod. Again, at CountOutPod. Go to Twitter there. Every single Friday, every single basically weekend, there'll be a poll that will be live where you can vote on who has... Uh, the better card is it Raw or SmackDown? Um, and again, uh, you can go vote at Countout Pod. Um, yes. Mikey, you want to know? Oh, I should also say the second part of that is the winner, uh, of, or I guess should be the loser of the randomizer of that poll that you, the audience, vote on. Uh, gets randomized. Uh, to help make us stay realistic, we have a list of like forty options that will uh, we randomly spin a wheel on. And the results of that will say what we have to do. It could be injuries. It could be Vince McMahon rewriting the whole show. It could be whatever. Um, you know, the things that happen in WWE for real life. Which, um, you know, I'm not even going to say it. I'm just going to jinx it if I say it. What are you going to say? I was going to say, in, the, in the, the, the many years recording this show, we still have not hit the Vince rewrites the entire card. No, and I'm terrified of it. <laughs> Me too. I, I, I'm, anyway. And we definitely and we and we definitely didn't uh hit it at any point in real life but uh because of lack of time <laughs> and la- lack of release didn't just be like let's redo it. Nope, never never not once. Anyways, let's get into it. Well, the results are in Mikey and the results are that SmackDown Live won. Uh, right. which means I hate I hate all of the fans now. <laughs> Um, because and I won't. I I love you, but you're gonna get bare minimum. This is love. Ryan's you're official gonna... heel turn. Yeah, I I heel turn every single time I leave. <laughs> I'm I'm the big show at this point. Um, but yes, uh, the results are in, Mikey. Uh, SmackDown wins, which means I'm gonna have the randomizer done on me. Uh, and I don't like that. I bet. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you only the fans can tell me what to do. I guess. Oh, Ryan, bad news. No. We have an insanely bad injury. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's a rough one, buddy. 
How many? What, read read it. Uh, roll a D whatever to see what wrestler gets hurt. Then a D twenty plus five to see how many weeks they're out. D twenty plus five. Oh, that's a WrestleMania miss right there. Possibly that could easily. Actually, you, you can roll a one on the D twenty. Let's see. I mean, that could easily. I don't know. It, I don't know. It could go either Great way. Failures honestly. exist, right? Yeah, I mean that's true. Um, let's see. Okay, how many wrestlers did I have? I got two, four, six, eight, and then a ten-woman tag. <laughs> Eighteen, huh? Eighteen, with the latter half of that being all of my women wrestlers. Great. This is bad. This could be, be real rough. Miserable. All right. I rolled a D18. Your result is a four. Oh. One, two, three, four is Arturo Ruas. Okay. Okay. That's Not the worst. Real bad. Is it? No, that's real oh, bad. Okay. Mikey. Never mind. I am putting them in a feud with LLC and One Nation. If one of them is out for 20 weeks, uh, that feud is halted. The D20 is being rolled as we speak. Ooh, okay. I have your results. Shit. Shit I rolled me. a nine. 14 weeks. 14 weeks. Arturo Ruas. Oof. That's a rough I've one. I've never been more angry at you. That's a rough one. Listen, I was also oh. hoping for a crit fail. I didn't want to see you get hurt this bad. We're trying to build to WrestleMania here. 14 weeks. Arturo Ruas returns May 3rd. Okay. That sucks. That is definitely after WrestleMania. Yeah. That is plans ruined. Oh, man. Hey, look, maybe Bronson Reed might be in the U.S. title picture now. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just dive, dive. I just, I can just maybe convert him straight into the U.S. title picture. Yikes! Uh, rough one. That's for you. no good. That is no good, folks. Whoo, man! <laughs> oh, buddy. I don't even know what Die. to say. That's a that's bad. The randomizer Big. really was not happy this week. I'll be honest. And I'll just and I'll just reveal it. Reed and Ruas planning to have them have a tile match at the Elimination Chamber. That was the plan here. Big yikes. Um, and uh, they don't they don't get it. <laughs> Definitely going to be in like some sort of like fatal four way or something at WrestleMania too, and that's not happening either. Mm-hmm. Uh oh boy, I'm gonna guess I'm just gonna put him in some sort of U.S. title scramble or some <laughs> some nonsense. God dang it, that's uh that's real rough, folks. Yeah, that's, that's real a rough. Hard one. That's that's a hard hit to take. But you know, Bronson Reed, let's give him the push. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's give him the push, baby. Let's give. Oh man, let's give the Ozilla a push. Yeah. The colossal. Yeah, there you go. Oh man, let's see what you could pull good out of this. See if you can pull any good out of this. Ah, uh, shite. Well, then, uh, that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Mikey, did we get everything we want out of this? I think so. I mean, we got we got everything we wanted and some things we didn't. <laughs> yes. That's definitely true. That is definitely true, no matter what, what way you slice mm-hmm. it. Or no, what way the cookie crumbles. Uh, we, <laughs> we're, we're, we got wins, we got losses. Yeah. Um... Uh, speaking of wins, I don't know why I'm doing this whole speaking of transition. Uh, I've been doing it all show, all episodes. Sorry about that, folks. But um, and if you want more of Countout, if you want more, I should say, if you want more, hit the books. Make sure you are subscribing to the podcast feed, whether it be podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, I should say, uh, Google Play, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be found. Make sure you are going to go and record and subscribe. I don't know if I said record, but subscribe to that uh, feed. You can also check us out on the Countout feed and, and the Countout network, uh, which you can follow them at Countout Pod. I don't know why I said them, because it is we, we are the head honchos of the network. But um, 
at Countout Pod is where you can uh, find out and what our thoughts are on the world of professional wrestling. Um, uh, anything else, Mikey? Anything else to plug? Uh, yeah, go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the uh, Countout Network and on its own feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, where me and Zach Batista take a trip to the independent wrestling scene and uh, pull matches for you to watch, for us to review. If you like independent wrestling already or if you're just getting into it, it's a great starting point and it's a great, uh, it's just a great podcast. We love doing it and uh, we, we think you'll enjoy it. So go, so go subscribe to that as well. Yes, definitely go subscribe to that. Uh, I'm just going to plug uh, a bunch of our shows on the network as well, Mikey. Uh, we got uh, my show, G1 and Only. We got How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, which is a great show. I'm a big fan of that show. Um, I'm a big fan of all of our shows, including our new show on the network, um, Your Dose of Death. Um, the first episode out where Lauren Rosenberg is interviewing with BAMS, independent wrestling, and deathmatch legend. I don't say legend. I don't say startup. I don't know why I said legend, but uh, deathmatch wrestler, uh, Bam Sullivan, uh, who has got a great look, a great mustache. Um, <laughs> we have we have five whole podcasts on this network now. Is that true? I don't, yeah. Is it, is it five or is it six? Well, five, I thought. Sh- should we know these things? Probably. Yeah, it's five. It's it's Hit the Books, Indy One, Waters, two, G1 and Only, three, uh, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, four, and Your Dose of Death. You're five. There it is. Five, which reminds me, I need to update the, our, our website even more. Um, <laughs> but yes, we got we got uh, we are vastly growing, vastly improving. And speaking of our website, I should say, head over to, over to countoutpod.com. We've been uploading articles as of late, um, uh, so we got a bunch of stuff there. Um, and also, I guess we should say we also at this point, if you're listening to this, we should also probably have a Royal Rumble review show um, where. Uh, uh, two members we're doing this thing where we're going to have uh at any uh, combination of people wanting to review big shows um we're going to do like do a review show of that so we have i believe this the royal rumble review that's out is going to be you and zach right yes it's going to be the indie the indie waters crew it's going to be me and zach batista doing a royal rumble review yeah so go check that out as well um speaking of articles and stuff as well i mean i got i wrote a preview article for the royal rumble but it's too late because the Royal Rumble already, already happened. So I guess, if anything, find out if I was right. <laughs> um, there you go. Go find out if Ryan was correct. But yes, we are vastly, rapidly growing. 2021, I feel like Mikey is going to be count out to year. Um, making moves, making strides. But So I guess, if anything, I'm going to put the call out there. If you want to join the Count Out Network, uh, let yeah, us if you know. Have a, if you have an upcoming wrestling podcast and needs a little help uh, uploading, maybe editing here and there, uh, talk to us. Hit us up on Twitter. Yes, over at Count Out Pod. Or if you just want to write some articles, whether it be um, articles about things you love, things you hate, as long as you got passion and a voice and a, I was going to say a pen, but you know we don't really write articles on pen anymore. It's all about the. I was going to say typewriter, but that's also still wrong. The computer. If you got a keyboard, uh, then we're happily uh, willing to uh, publish your work. Um, mm-hmm. So hit us up again. Uh, you can just you know, DM, uh, DM us. I think our emails and our account out. I think it's what is that? Account at pod, account at network at gmail.com. So yes. that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. We'll be back next week for an all new episode of Hit the Books. But until then, we've got two words for you Book it. This has been a Count Out Podcast.